Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears as we tune into Theater Schmierder. Today I have Miss Kaylee O'Donnell. Hey, Kaylee. Hi, Kaylee. You want to try that again? <laughs> yes. Use your microphone? Yes. Hey, thank you. Um, So, Kaylee is a freshman a theater major and something else major. Do we know what that something else is currently? Between business and political science. Okay. And how... What didn't you have another double when you came in? Yeah, first, well, at first when I came in, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna do uh, secondary education," and then I decided no, and then I was like, "Okay, I'll do communications." Then I was like, "What am I doing? My whole life has been dedicated to theater. Like, this is ridiculous. Be a theater major and double in something else." So that that's where I am. It was pretty adventurous. Yeah, was- I was just like trying to run away from myself, but I'm happy it only it only lasted for like two months. Before I even got here, I was, like, like figuring it out. So once I got here, like, I was pretty cemented. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Kaylee is not from Owensboro, which there are a actually a decent amount of students here not from Owensboro. Most of them are Louisville, Lexington, some of Georgia, um, St. Louis. We have St. Louis. Um, but Kaylee is from very far away, places <sighs> with lots of lights. And other adventurous things. Kaylee, where are you from? Vegas. Vegas. How do you like Owensboro? Um, I like it. It reminds me of Round Rock. I lived in Round Rock, uh, not Austin, Round Rock, Texas, which is right out of Austin. Um, So it kind of reminds me of that with the weather and the feel, except there's not a big city close to us. So it just feels um, like a smaller town. And I like it. I grew up in kind of a smaller town-ish, except it was right outside of Austin. Right. So it feels like that. Cool. Good. Um, So... Kaylee has now done two shows with us here at Wesleyan. She's worked on 44 plays for 44 presidents, which now we have 45. Um, <laughs> we didn't at that time. I don't know what they're doing with that show. I digress. <laughs> so she has done 44 plays for 44 presidents and is now working on Hamlet, um, but has had very different roles. She was a actor for 44 plays and got to do some fight choreography and now is a stage manager. But a lot of people don't know what that means. What is a stage manager? Basically, it's the paperwork of a show. It's the wrangling of everyone. It's the communication between tech and the director and the actors. It's kind of like the liaison of the production, I would say. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that's how it feels. That's, <laughs> I think that's probably a great summary of what that is. Um, the boring job. Just kidding. I like it. <laughs> I was going to say, this has not been boring. Yeah, I like it. Um, what has been the hardest thing that you have had to do so far? Honestly, it's being on time because as an actor or really anything else, like you are late and yeah, people are pissed off at you. But like it's like even worse if you're late and you're supposed to be setting like the precedent for everyone else. And it's just like one of my like horrible habits is being like like absolutely atrocious, like has to like stop. So that's been the hardest thing. And I'm still working on it. But everything else is like I can do it. It's cool. We, we had a joke yesterday. We had rehearsal, and on Mondays, there's an acting class in Hager, and it goes till 6.15, technically. So, uh, rehearsal doesn't technically start till 6.30, <laughs> but we always get paperwork from Kaylee saying it's starting at 6.15. She was there super early and ready to go, so I walked in, and she's like, we're late. And nope, 
No, we no, were just I was early. I early I messed up. It was awesome though. <laughs> Maybe was, if I just tell myself, if I mess up all the paperwork and everyone else just shows up on time. Maybe that's the way to do it. I would not do it that way. Well, I would not expect everyone else to be reading your mind. <laughs> that might end really poorly. Yesterday it worked out. <laughs> um, Kaylee, what have you um, really enjoyed about working on Hamlet? Hamlet's kind of a different show. Um, actually very similar to 44 Plays in many ways, but different than... Other shows. What have you really enjoyed about that? Mostly, I enjoy um, it's just a new role. I've like assistant directed, and I've assistant stage managed, and I've worked lighting and things like that. And also, like I've acted the most, and so it's just nice not doing the same role that I've done for other shows. But I think for this one, it's interesting because we're writing it, at, not writing it as we go, but it's like, what is it called? In process? Yeah, it's in the process of being written, and so we can work on things and improv things. And I don't necessarily like it, but it's interesting. And I like that it's like a living, breathing script Mm -hmm. instead of, like, having to fit things. Like, instead of having to fit into a role, the actors can can change it to where it fits them. And I really enjoy that because it just makes it easier. Right. So we've written this based off of Hamlet from Shakespeare, um, but in the style of Shakespeare bridged. So it's not all of the Shakespearean language, but a, a decent chunks of it we still kept. And it's nice to be able to workshop it with these students and be able to get their input on what works, what doesn't work. A lot of times you get scripts and you're not sure how to make something work and you're forcing it. So instead of having to do that and be in that situation, we can just adapt as we want because I wrote it. <laughs> I felt like in 44 plays, not me specifically, but I felt like for other people, it was really hard to like make them fit into like these comedic bits that like didn't fit them as a comedic person. Mm-hmm. So it's really just a lot easier to like just make jokes naturally. Like we just make them in rehearsal and we're like, oh, that was really funny. Let's put that in. Mm-hmm. And then it just comes naturally and it makes everything easier. And, and especially shows like 44 Plays, where it is written for a specific troupe. It is written for, they know that they have these six people or four people or eight people that they are working with, and they write the play based upon that, versus a play that is based off of either historical characters or characters that they've made up. Um, shows like 44 Plays are written for a troupe specifically, um, like title of show is we did title of show a couple years ago same idea written for a few people that they know and then you just have to make it work um it's fun to do that but um it like comes with its own like uh both have challenges yeah. um the challenge that i think we've had with hamlet is that we're never sure how much to play with something to make it work and how much we're overthinking it yeah and how much we're digressing to from the plot yes yeah But it's fun, and I I enjoy you letting me, like, because usually, at least the shows that I've been in, stage managers don't get the, like, amount of voice that I have, and I enjoy that because I want to direct, like, that's my goal for my career, so that's really cool that you're letting me kind of putting my own notes in as we go and not getting mad at me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and typically, even as a stage manager professionally, if you are, if the director the director will be there until opening night. The director is there for opening night, and then the director leaves, goes, works on another show. 
if an actor breaks a leg and you need to put in a new actor, the stage manager is the person who does that. If there is um, the restaging of a play, you usually want the stage manager from the original because they will help walk you through that original work. And then however much you want to take from it or not take from it is up to you because it's a restaging. But um, stage managers get a lot of credit for um, the responsibility that they have. Once the show opens, it is not the director's show anymore. It is the stage manager's show. They are there to make sure to keep the artistic integrity of the show, which is really intense. And um, it's a lot of control. And yeah. that's what's like really appealing to me, honestly, because I love directing, but I don't like the idea of leaving my show behind. Yeah. I really hate that. And I don't know when I'm like fully going to be comfortable doing that. Like, I think that's going to be really late when I'm like in my 40s or 50s. So, like, you know, when I like, when it's like, okay, like I can step back. Yeah. But right now I'm like, that's what's the most appealing part is that I get to be there during the run of a show because that is like my favorite part of theater is like coming in every day, having a call time, doing a show, you know, like every day that really brings a lot of purpose to me as just a person and in my life. And so that's what like I love about it. I don't have to act. I don't have to be on running crews, but I'm still part of the production team, which is my favorite part of the whole process of everything. So that's what I love about it is that stage managers get to be there the whole time. Yeah. You get to follow it around. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite show? Musical or straight play? Either. You can pick one from each if that makes it easier for you. Mm, that's so hard. Her eyes have gotten really wide. <laughs> I don't know. I do know my favorite musical because I don't really like musicals that much anyways. Okay. So uh, Next Normal is my favorite musical. Love that show. I love that show, too. It's so good. Ah, it's such a good musical. What is Next Normal about for our audience that does not know? Um, It is about a family and the mother of this family. Uh, she's bipolar. Mm-hmm. And she miscarried a child. Yeah. And... Uh, this child kind of recount, like comes and kind of not haunts the family, but visits the family and visits this mother. And she, um, uh, and she's obviously bipolar. And there's a lot of things that come with being bipolar. You know, she doesn't want to take her medicine and things like that. And so she goes into shock therapy and she forgets like everything about her life. And she forgets that she miscarried this child. And then like this ghost comes and visits her, and she's like, I forgot everything. Like, I can't believe I've forgotten my whole life. Like, you guys have taken so much away from me because of my disease. And so she ends up leaving her family, and the husband and the daughter are kind of better off for it, slash they miss her. It's just, I just love it so much. It's super complicated, but it's it's more of a straight play, in my opinion, than it is a musical because of the narrative, even though there's still music. And it's a rock musical, and I like rock music. So that's why I like it. Oh, I love Next to Normal. Um, and it is. It's this huge exploration of mental illness and family dynamics and all of those complications. It's it's a huge Well, and it's also about love, too. Yeah. And so that's really good. Um, I like it a lot. And I've sung, um, for all of my college auditions, I sang one of the songs from it. Okay. And so I have a really, like, deep connection with it because it's just, like, the only song that really, like, Every person I've ever sung like that song for, everyone's like, oh, it was beautiful. Whereas like other ones, some people like it, some people don't. But everyone for sure likes it when I sing that one. So that makes Can me feel good. Sing some of it I'm not going to do it. I haven't sung in forever. But like when I did sing, you know, 
Oh, back in the day. Back in the day. Six months ago. Yeah, six months ago, but Arr. I don't want to. I don't want to anymore. Okay, so what is your favorite straight play? <sighs> I real honestly, like, I feel like Shakespeare is a different category, but my favorite Shakespeare is honestly Hamlet. But what um, is your theory behind Hamlet? While we're talking about Hamlet. My theory behind Hamlet is Hamlet and Horatio are not just friends. They are best friends and gay lovers, and I have plenty of evidence in the script that I could cite right now for you, but I truly believe that, like, Shakespeare, like, there was, he didn't fully come out and say it, but there's, there's so much evidence saying that they probably were, like, more than friends. They were, like, BFFs that, like, probably had a little bit of, like, gay love for each other. I just, I think that that's what's going on, and I wish more people believed me. <laughs> Um, and where did this concept come from? You had a project in high school, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, in high school we did. We, we read Hamlet in my uh, English class. And the our, like, ending project after we read it was come up with a conspiracy theory and, you know, uh, find different uh, different quotes that, like, support your theory. And then we, like, all, like, competed against each other to see whose theory, like, made the most sense. I lost. Um what but theory won? Do you remember? I, I think it was like Gertrude killed everyone. Like it was all it was all Gertrude, which oh. is interesting. Um, I don't believe it. I believe Hamlet and Horatio <laughs> were uh, buddies, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> okay. What were, do you remember any of the other theories? Um, yeah, some of it was like Ophelia didn't kill herself. Hamlet killed her. Um, what was it, like uh, Claudius? Claudius was framed for everything. That the ghost wasn't actually a ghost. Um, that Hamlet's dad was alive the whole time. Um, and then another one, I really like this one. There just wasn't a lot of support for it. Is that um, the like country? What is the what country comes and takes over after everyone dies? What country is that? Do you know? You know who I'm talking about? The yes. king comes and he's like, "Well, this is ours now because everyone's dead." Right. That that king like planted spies and like Rosencrantz or how do you say Rosencrantz and Gildan? Yes, them and Horatio were all, like, spies for that country and all, like, completely, like, made this happen. And the ghost wasn't real. That was another spy. And that they killed um, Hamlet's dad and they killed everyone and, like, they just really wanted um, Denmark. Wow. I really like that one, but there just, like, isn't enough support. Like, it's truly just a conspiracy theory. Right. But that one was cool. That's awesome. Well... Um, and to wrap up theater schmeter, if you could tell people one thing about Hamlet, the play, uh, abridged and unafraid, what would you tell them? I'm trying to think. Heavy size. Heavy, yeah, heavy size. No. (laughs) Um, I would tell them that, like, get ready to, uh, like, if you're going to come see it, like, get ready to pay attention because like the the, cha- the character changes happen really fast, and if you can keep up, it's hilarious. Because like you have actors changing, like oh I have to go meet this person, like run off stage, put on a hat, and now they're that person. Yeah, and it's hilarious, and I love it. So I would say that. Awesome. So we have lots of quick changes, fun things going on. I tend to think they're fun. Last night we had a great rehearsal, and the students really pulled it together. I'm I'm really excited to get tech involved here in a few days. And start including lighting, sound, other fun things. We still need to paint the set. It'll happen someday. Thank you all for joining us for Theater Schmeter. Thank you, Kaylee, for coming on air with me today. I appreciate you. 
And we will see you next week. Till then, have a wonderful day. You've been listening to Theater Schmierder. Join us next week for another episode. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Theater Schmierder cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.